Welcome back to another episode. Today, we're going to take a quick look at TMC, some of the new products, some of their customers receiving some of their new products, and also how big their market share is at the moment. We're also going to take a quick look at Meta. They did announce a recent store, which is pretty interesting, and they also announced new updates to their overall technology. Next, we're going to take a quick look at some of the consumer products in forms of laptops and phones due to the overall lockdowns happening in China at the moment. And finally, we're going to take a quick look at one of my favorite companies nvidia there are some online reports about their new product so let's get started if this is your first time here make sure to hit the thumbs up make sure to hit the subscribe button check out the pin comment for free discord free newsletter and a lot of great investing links all right so the first thing we're going to take a quick look at is tsmc founder and kind of the negative comments he has for the overall kind of plan that the united states is doing here to build or bring more onshore chip making capacity uh and one of the important things that they mentioned is just the overall price point for making chips here in the united states is just not feasible so morris chang who is the founder and former chairman and ceo of tsmc was a guest at a kind of a think tank that was happening and he kind of mentioned a bit about intel's plan to kind of expand their chip making possibilities here in the united states as a wasteful expensive exercise in futility and there are two reasons why he mentions this right first is the lack of manufacturing talents and second is the overall cost tsmc does have a manufacturing plant here in the united states they have one in washington state and they mentioned manufacturing chips here in the united states is 50 percent more expensive than in taiwan chang also says that taiwan has a big advantage over the u.s a large manufacturing workforce that no longer exists here in the united states but but he does have some nice things to say about the united states he says he thinks that there are the best designed chip talents in the world are still here like apple amd and nvidia and he mentions that he believes taiwan has very little design talent and tsmc has absolutely none Next, I wanted to take a quick look at this pie chart from TrendForce. And I know how many of you guys love pie charts, but we can see for 2021 foundry revenue, TSMC made up 53% of total revenue. 64% of total revenue came from Taiwan. Um, no other players is anywhere near TSMC's level. If we take a quick look at 2022 uh, forecast, Taiwan is expected to be 66% of total revenue and TSMC is expected to grow to 56% of total market share market share for foundry revenue so this is a huge huge monster finally we are taking reports that some of the first customers for tsmc's two nanometer manufacturing node will be apple and intel and the two nanometer is super super far away that's not till 2025 but it is pretty interesting to see intel on the top of the list here especially since they're really focusing on being a competitor for tsmc again these are just online reports it obviously makes sense for apple to be one of the alpha customers here i mean apple really wants to make sure that their iphones or all their other kind of tablets and consumer goods are lead technology and the best way to do that is making sure you are re running on the lead nodes uh, so pretty interesting to see apple and intel on that list i want to thank the motley fool for sponsoring this video and keep listening for this great offer we have for the community the motley fool is a company that provides investing insight and stock recommendations for investors of all skill sets and risk levels you all know how much I love researching new stocks and trying to find the next best investments. So I'm proud to partner with The Motley Fool to bring you a discount for one of my favorite services The Fool offers, The Motley Fool Stock Advisor. 
Go to fool.com slash Jose to sign up and get access to a ton of expert stock picks. Every month you'll get two new picks that are aimed at growing your wealth and to help you realize your financial goals. Stock Advisor has been a market beating service. So what are you waiting for? Thanks again for the Motley Fool. Now on to today's points. Next, I want to take a quick look at Meta Platforms. They are opening their first retail store next month. This kind of gives me a little bit of Apple Store vibes, but the first store that they're opening up is going to be on their a campus in California, so it's not going to be a place with heavily traffic. I do want to say that in the future, it seems like they are open to opening up kind of Meta stores where they can showcase their virtual reality Oculus platforms. For those not familiar, Meta also has a lot of other hardware like the portal which is used for like video family video conferencing and they're most likely working on other things like the sunglasses and with the overall investments that they're doing here in augmented and virtual reality we can probably see a little bit more hardware coming out from meta not sure how, how i feel about that obviously hardware comes with lower margins compared to advertising some recent news about meta they also kind of increased their hand tracking for their oculus quest and this might seem like a small feature right you might be like hey jose hand tracking is not really that cool of technology but the overall precision that they're kind of having now is a lot better than they had in the past and with precision in hand movement it can kind of open up new possibilities of new games and just new kind of situations uh, that can come in in oculus vr or quest vr uh, for example just a quick example jenga vr for example if you have very low precisions in hand tracking that's not a game that you would be able to make because it would kind of be a bad experience finally meta is expected to report earnings later this week so make sure to keep an eye on that now i want to jump back into the semiconductor market asml this is a company we talked about in earnings last week but i just want to give a quick update hey during the earnings call something i don't believe i mentioned was that only 60 percent of the chip making tool orders can be met this year i think that is insane it kind of just shows that the semiconductor market is here to stay in form of this shortage for at least a few more years this is a company that in theory does not have to make any new sales because they are already kind of meeting capacity they can only meet 60 percent of their orders at the moment and they are kind of focusing and kind of overall increasing that capacity over time kind of moving more into the consumer market uh there has been a nice amount of shutdowns happening in china due to new COVID fears happening in the area and this is kind of affecting laptop components and intensifies the shortage i do want to say even though this seems like negative news there is i want to say some positive behind it in the past few quarter in the past quarter we've seen kind of a slowdown in consumer spending in the laptop market as we saw from micron technologies so this kind of slowdown can overall be used to kind of build that kind of demand again so if there was a perfect time for uh I want to say labor shortages to happen in the consumer market i do think now's the time when kind of the demand is slowing down a bit another thing that was shocking is there are online reports that apple is upping their iphone kind of 
uh, production by about 10%. And again, this is pretty weird as we're kind of seeing consumer spending decreasing or, or we're hearing talks about it. But at the same time, you have Apple, a big player in the consumer market. Uh, you want to say probably the lead in the consumer market is upping their iPhone 13 Pro and their iPhone 13 Pro Max production by about 10%. Uh, and, and this is expected to happen during the second quarter of 2022. Uh, so again, very interesting to see how the consumer space is really wild right now uh, with one place we're seeing that consumer spending is decreasing another place we're seeing consumer spending increasing or demand increasing over time the final thing i want to take a quick look at is nvidia this is again my favorite company right now this is a stock that's down over 40 percent from its all-time highs and there is a lot of fears first we're hearing things about consumer spending second we're kind of seeing the ink the worries uh, of their graphics cards not selling as much and just third, just the overall macroeconomics and kind of shortage happening. And, and I do want to say probably the overall of comp- competition from AMD and kind of Intel sort of maybe a little bit here and there uh, with their Arc GPUs, which haven't really come out, but kind of came out uh, very tricky there. And first, we can see that some of their graphics cards are kind of falling back to MSRP prices. For example, the uh, GeForce RTX 3090 Ti, which MSRPs at 2000 has pretty much zero inflation. It is sitting at around $2,000. Uh, you also have, for example, the 3080 Ti, which is $1,200. And the lowest price in April was kind of $1,210, kind of by a report made by TechSpot. Uh, and that's only a 1% inflation. Uh, I do want to say the, the ones that are closer to their MSRP prices are the cards that are super expensive. And again, like, I guess this bolts with the overall consumer spending decreasing. Consumers are not going to spend a lot of money on high expensive items at the moment. And we're seeing it here with the graphics card. But we are seeing that the lower price cards are still super expensive. Most of them are over 20% their MSRP prices. And there's numerous things to kind of think in here. First, the GeForce 3000 has been out for a few for numerous months already right and you would expect prices to actually decrease over msrp prices so them even kind of being next to msrp prices at the moment i think is still pretty impressive still positive for the overall kind of gpu market the second thing i do want to say is amd and all these big players nvidia are expected to release their new graphics cards or announce new announcement later this year about the next generation of cards so it does it could also mean that some of these big players are also just overloading all the uh, all the inventory that they have which is kind of decreasing the peak prices but as we're seeing peak uh, prices are still above msrp finally there are reports that nvidia's next generation of gpus will have a node advantage over amd's next generation uh, gpu so where amd is expected to use uh, tsmc's five nanometer and six nanometer processor node uh, nvidia is expected to use kind of their 4n this is not their four nanometer this is just an improved version of the five nanometer node and the main reason is nvidia really wants to do some form with power efficiency there are been there 
have been online reports that their new general uh, that their new gpus are going to be a little bit power hungry uh, so i'm guessing they want to make sure that they're kind of utilizing that power and being as efficient as possible uh, so again all these are reports at the moment it's still very early we still haven't heard any concrete information from amd or nvidia about their next generations and when they are going to be released but i do believe the semiconductor market is still in a very healthy space and one that i do enjoy buying at these price points when stock prices have dropped down numerous uh, where price points have dropped down considerably so i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode take care have a good day and see you next time